This is Multimedia Failure, a podcast where we put ourselves through the hell that is watching and ranking nearly every video game movie ever made. I'm Jason Ariola, and today I'm joined by John Lucero. Hi, Jason. There weren't very many nipples in this movie. I was told there'd be nipples. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like I led you astray on that one. <laughs> yeah, it was like, there was like two. For like half a second. That's not. It, it wasn't really fun. I'm, I'm very, very saddened by that, so... I'm sorry, John. I lied to you. I feel like I lied yeah, to your face, and I owe you a, a public apology. I feel like, in terms of Jake Gyllenhaal movies, this is low on the nipple scale. Like, I get, I feel like I should, I could probably just watch Brokeback Mountain. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even Donnie. I think Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko even has more nipples than he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm, that's. that's is, a... is Jake Gyllenhaal Donnie Darko? Yes. What? <laughs> Have you never seen Donnie Darko? No, oh, I have, but it's been a really long time. I didn't do that. That's amazing. <laughs> he, looks, he, I mean, he looks the same as he did back then, which is really, but they look, he, he really hasn't changed that much. He has a beard now. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's that beard and like the, yeah. the clothing threw me off. Yeah, he looks about the same. Yeah. Yeah. And that other voice you're hearing is Vanessa Cahill. <laughs> yes. I too um, am disappointed about the nipples, but there were a lot of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, a, is that a dick joke? I was going to say, that is, <laughs> that is not a metaphor, people. <laughs> Although it might be. There's many, like, like hissing, uh, you know, spitting cobra things that there were in here. Maybe maybe it is. So, And we have a special guest once again, uh, joining us for the third podcast in a row, at this point nearly becoming a regular. She is also lamenting the lack of Jake Gyllenhaal nipples. Jesse Obando. Oh, yes. Not many nipples, which is pretty sad. Also, too much spray tan. Way too much spray tan. Yes, yes, well, yes. Um, when you, when your whole cast is white in a in a per, in a movie about Iranians, what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you literally have one person who is uh, you know not of English de- or two people who are not of English descent in this movie. Effectively, um, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ben Kinsley. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, and Jake Gyllenhaal's American. So it's like, okay, this is, well, okay, boy, oh boy, yeah. Uh, and pretty much every actor in this movie that we're talking about, which is uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, is white as white can be. I mean, the um, the lady who played the, um, the princess, uh, Tamina, she played Strawberry Fields in one of the Bond movies. And, uh, you know, as you can probably guess, she's a, in that movie, a redhead that is a rather, pa- not pale, but kind of pasty. And, um, yeah, for her to, uh, pass off as, uh, somebody of Middle Eastern descent, a little, um, little, I don't want to say a little whitewashing, <laughs> but yeah. Well, did, yes. did you hear her accent though? Um, her accent of this was spot on. I, That's true. Mm, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I don't know if it was the accent or the, um, the collagen or whatever it is she had injected into her upper lip, but that bothered me more. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh yeah, here's a, here's a medical procedure or a surgical procedure that was, uh, definitely around, uh, during this time. <laughs> No, it's not even surgery. It's just you just get like a, a needle and just pump it in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so just a just a procedure, a procedure. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. yeah there, I, there was one black man, guys. Right. 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 Yeah. Who had like all of four lines? Oh, yeah. Yes. He, okay, he, saved, he saved the day, though. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. The movie would be nothing without that guy. Although you could also argue that if that whole plot line didn't exist, it probably wouldn't have been much of an issue anyway. Because nothing, yeah. like, nothing happened. I feel like I've ever told you guys about how I hate, like, I love time travel movies, but I hate movies where, like, they, re- they like, undo everything and nothing actually happens. Oh, yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah, I hate mm-hmm. it when that happens. 
I was gonna I was gonna bring up a recent movie, but I didn't want to spoil that movie. So maybe I'll save that for the bonus segment. Maybe. No, but, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. All right. So this initially released May 9th, 2010 in London. That came out various other days in May and uh, kind of throughout Europe and released in the U.S. May 28th, uh, mostly as a kind of cash in on the Memorial Day traffic. So uh, prior to this watch, uh, has anybody seen this movie? No. Yes. No. V- Vanessa? No. No. no? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Jesse, go ahead and go ahead and uh, tell us about your uh, regalus of your tales of having seen this before. Well, um, my friend from, uh, she was my coworker at the Home Depot at the time, uh, we were obsessed with Jake Gyllenhaal, so that is pretty much the story. We, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we went to the midnight release. Okay, okay. We were, we were those girls, so what, yeah, but you? we had... Go ahead, go ahead. Hmm? Uh, I was going to say, we, we had a great time uh, watching the movie, um, of course, but yeah, I... I think um, thinking back on it, it now like watching it now, like eleven years later or whatever. Like, I was a little disappointed with the, as stated, uh, so many times before the lack of nipples, just the <laughs> lack of Jake Gyllenhaal's muscles. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> I thought his arms looked pretty good in this movie. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah, he had good definition. But uh, what's your favorite uh, from the Gyllenhaal filmography? Your favorite Jakey G movie, as the kids call him. <laughs> Does anybody call him Jakey G? No. no. Okay. <laughs> but okay. Now they will with uh, our super popular podcast. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with four of our twelve listeners on the podcast right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I really liked. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think right now. Um. What was that movie? I know it's it's not a it's not a sexy movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> that but, oh, it down. The, well, sorry, it's a, the Zodiac. That's oh, yeah, my really oh, that's my favorite movie. as well. It's a great movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Period. It's a great movie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Jesse, um, I beg to differ. Any movie with Jake Gyllenhaal is a sexy movie. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> He even makes it night, sexy. Even, even Nightcrawler, the incredibly sexy movie Nightcrawler. Never seen it, but Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, so I'm sure it's sexy. Yeah. For sure. I like him <laughs> a lot in uh, Spider-Man, the, latest, the second latest Spider-Man. Yeah, he was okay as Mysterio. That, was, yeah. that movie's fine. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about all the Marvel movies. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, okay, so... Aside from Jesse, none of us have seen this before. I think I sold about uh, you know a dozen copies on uh, on UMD on PSP. I think uh, I think memory serves me correctly, but beyond that, I don't remember uh, ever seeing this movie at all. I think I like looked at it and I was like, oh, like you know, looking at the actress who played the princess, and I was like, oh, they actually got somebody of uh, you know uh, Middle Eastern descent to play. And no, turns out no, because like they they sure did a good job of like airbrushing her in that thing where she didn't look white as shit. Yeah, they sure did. <sighs> I, I, yeah. I feel like I remember the movie getting uh, advertised quite a bit when it was coming out. I'm like sure. I saw yeah. It. yeah, I feel like it was had a pretty sizable push, and mm-hmm. I think they wanted to make this a franchise. They did. Um, there was plans to for, to make this a trilogy originally. That wasn't the same as the game trilogy it's based on, but it uh, just didn't do well enough that they saw um, warranting doing that. Feel like if they hadn't just picked a different actor than Jake Gyllenhaal, they might they might have been able to get away with doing a trilogy. I think the whitewashing thing was, was a you know what choice. in in, in yeah. 2010. 
I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal like brought the crowd to this movie though. I feel like it wouldn't have been popular enough without him right. to also make any progress. Right. And because damn if you do, damn if you don't situation. I was gonna say I don't I don't I don't think uh Ben King- Kingsley's gonna be bringing anybody into the theaters. And you know, this, again, this is 2010, 11 years ago, almost 12 years ago now at this point, that I, I don't think that that was sort of a conversation that got brought up, really. Like, I don't think that affected the sales of, um, you know, the box office totals of this thing at all. I think it was just, so in retrospect, yes, because even Jake Gyllenhaal, I was telling Jesse before we, or I think before we, I even hit record, that he kind of looked back and like, maybe I wasn't right for this role. Like, you know, sort of like lamenting that he took this role and it clearly should have gone to somebody, um, you know, not white. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't think putting or casting an actor of, you know, a Middle Eastern descent would have done the trick as far as uh, bringing the crowds in, but it at least would have given this a little bit more, you know, it, uh, future focus, I suppose, where people can look at it now and be like, oh, okay, this isn't only like, oh, God, yeah, like I said, I felt really uncomfortable when we were talking about it. Like, wow, everybody in this cast is white as shit. Holy cow. <laughs> yep, even... Especially Alfred Molina, who's not, I mean, he's not, he's not white, but my God, he's not, he's not, he's not supposed to look like that either. No. Uh, yeah. I, lo- I love, I love Alfred Molina. He's a great actor, but. Yeah. Boy. There is something to be said to at least, I don't know. I mean, it could have at least got a Hispanic person in this movie. I mean, you know, we're about the same skin tone. No, it would have been too much. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, this had a budget of 150 to 200 million. That's uh, nice and nice and uh, concrete right there. Uh, it took in uh, $336.4 million all total. It didn't do well in North America, um, taking in $90.7 million, but doing $245.6 million overseas. Um, ended up debuting at the box office third behind Shrek Forever After and Sex mm-hmm. in the City 2. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it did, thankfully, overtake Sex in the City 2 um, over the course of its opening weekend on that Memorial Day weekend. So at least it had that going for it, despite uh, still losing out to Trek 4. It really set it up to succeed, too. And this... <laughs> the... Yeah. Well, yeah, the really original release... Real. The original release that they were going to put it out up against was uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, and they pushed it back a year so they didn't have to compete with that. Wise. Is, yeah. is, that the, is that the second Transformer? The third oh, shit Transformer? if I know, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the third one. I have seen Bumblebee because my son had a uh, like very like brief six-month phase of being interested in Transformers and Bumblebee specifically. So I took him to the theater and was like, yep, this is a Transformers movie, all right. <laughs> that's, that's the best one. I mean, if that tells you anything. That's that one's. Wow. That one's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, it's, <laughs> so the Transformer movies can be effectively considered like video game movies, all middling and downhill from there. Yeah, that bum- uh, Bumblebee is easily the best one. Oof. Woof. That's all I could say. Holy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so it had the uh, also had the third highest opening for a video game movie behind Lara Croft Tomb Raider and Pokemon the first movie. It also ended up passing Tomb Raider as the highest grossing video game movie until another movie that would come out a few years later surpassed that, which um, we'll not we'll not bring up quite yet because it's coming up not soon, but fairly soon. So is it Assassin's Creed? No, it is not Assassin's Creed. Okay. Thank Christ. Oh, God, that, that Assassin's <laughs> Creed movie. I've seen that. And this was a much better Assassin's Creed movie than an Assassin's Creed movie was. It definitely felt like it felt like Assassin's Creed more than Prince of Persia. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the assassins, like, okay, yeah, really, the, guys? <laughs> the assassins. Subtle, guys. I appreciate those guys. Subtle, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at least yeah. they dumbed it down for us white Americans, right? 
Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. So Jordan Mechner, the creator of the original Prince of Persia and the designer and writer of the Sands of Time game, was hired to write the script for the movie. Um, he took some of the quote-unquote cool elements from the Sands of Time, which was uh, about six and a half years old by the time this movie came out, and did something different with the script, basically. Uh, pr- actually, I guess the next question is, have any of you guys actually played any of the Prince of Persia games? John, we'll start with you. No. Uh, I have never finished. I think I've played a little bit of that whole trilogy, each one. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. I've, I've never finished one. Um, yeah, it's bad. I don't, I don't have much. I honestly don't have much to say about them. I respect that first one. It, it, did a, it was a very influential game. But, the uh, very first one or the first one in the, the modern trilogy? Oh, I, mean, I mean, they both were, but the, yeah. the modern tri- the modern trilogy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, a, yeah. I was going to say, remember, there's been there's been multiple first ones of this at this point. Yes, so. yes. Vanessa, you said no, you haven't played any Prince of Persia before? No, but this gave me a pretty good idea about what it would be like. It's, it's a lot of, you know... Well, kind of, yeah, because I, I think in, about the time this came out, the like the parkour thing was very much in mm-hmm. in fashion, and that's the newer game or the, that newer trilogy. I think had a lot to do with that. Although I think it started going a little bit more combat heavy towards the last one, if I'm re- remembering correctly. It, it, it does. Okay. You have, you, have the, you have that chain whip that that one assassin has at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you, you use that in like the definitely the third one. I don't remember if it's in the second one or not, but. Uh... A lot more combo focused. Yeah, the first one's like platforming, a lot of platforming and puzzles. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I only played a little bit of the first one, like enough that I was like, eh, I don't think I like this. But yeah, Jesse, how about yourself? Nope, never, never played it. But I too, while watching the movie, I, I thought it kind of looked like Assassin's Creed, and then I was like, oh, this is happening during parkour when that mm-hmm. was like a whole thing yep. on the internet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, very hardcore parkour throughout this entire movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as the, they started shooting the uh, the crossbow bolts into the wall so Jake Gyllenhaal oh, could clamber God. up them, I was like, oh, Christ, is this what we're going to do throughout the whole movie is parkour? <laughs> All right. <laughs> there, is, there is so much unnecessary parkour throughout this entire movie that I, I, respect, <laughs> the dedica- I respect the dedication to, yeah. <laughs> to, to it. It's a uh, boy. Yeah, and I, I guess that's why Jake Gyllenhaal beefed up so much for this movie. Um, you know, he he said he wanted to be able to handle whatever they threw at him. And considering all that uh, the the parkour work, I don't know how much of it he actually did, but you know, he did enough of like the holding on to uh, you know crossbow bolts on a wall that I'm like, okay, you know, that's um, I, I yeah, I I I respect the decision because dear God, like just looking at that hurts my shoulder. <laughs> Granted, um, just sitting hurts my shoulder, so I guess that's not saying much anymore. So you, you're saying you, you aren't a parkour master? No, 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 no. Uh, you know, I I, 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 I think I think if I try to do a, a sick stunt like that, I'd probably break every bone in my body at this point. Me too, Jason. Me too. <laughs> uh, time comes. Time comes for us all, even if we never had those abilities to begin with. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. As for me, I um, I've played a lot. I don't want to say a lot of Prince of Persia, but I think I played like every version outside of the like. One that came out around the same time as this movie. Oh, it was like in, it that took place in between Sands of Time and the Warrior Within, right? That's the second oh, the, one. The, the Forgotten yeah, the Sands. And yeah, the yeah. Uh, um, like the cel shaded one. If that's well, I I played that. No, no, no. There there was the Forgotten Sands that that came out in between. Um, oh, it, a not, warrior thing. Yeah, yeah. Really. yeah it was. Yeah. It was technically like you know that part of the trilogy, but it was one point five or whatever as far as release issue goes. But 
So I played the original one. I actually played it at the computer lab at my Catholic middle school um, on the uh, Apple II. <laughs> so I played the original version of this uh. Uh, and beat it and beat it, actually. You know, when, when your mom uh, works in the computer lab, uh, you have a lot of free time after school sometimes. And so I just kind of sat there and plugged away at it. Yeah. So that's like a yeah. flashback style game, right? Like a really, like really slow platforming like a self-platforming puzzle game the original one yeah and it's a lot of like you have to learn where all the tricks are because you're going to die a lot and there's without a walkthrough and maybe not even a walkthrough you literally have to probably be watching it on the screen there's probably no way of getting through this game the first time you play it yeah i just those those games never really did it for me Uh, i think i had to have been (laughs) of a certain age at that point because i don't have anything i don't even think it's a certain age i think you had to be a certain age or exist in a certain point of video games because you know we sometimes just played what you had access to and this was one of those things i had access to and played so yeah yeah now when it's like literally like oh i'm done with it like you know it's like oh i don't like this you can literally go flip off and go do whatever else you want so yeah, so let me see. Um, I like I said, I played the demo. I think maybe it was of the first uh, trilogy or the the trilogy thing, and I played a fair amount. I think like half of the cel shaded Prince of Persia one. That I think that Nolan North voiced the Prince of. Um, yeah, and I played the Prince of Persia Classic, which came out on the 360. I don't think I finished it there just because it was that D pad on the 360 was awful, and I don't like controlling 2D platformers with the analog stick. It just never functioned well for me. So. Did they, did they cancel the remake or did they and I know I know they pushed it back. I don't It is still in production it. and set to come out this year. Okay. It looked rough. So they say. That, but, so they yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that cell shaded one. I've always been kind of curious about that cell shaded one. I've heard mixed things, but some people really like it. I know that. So, I have uh, I've heard good things about it um from I would say most people I trust that have played it. And people who are upset by the ending, by the epilogue that gets added on as DLC, that sort of negates the ending, which, uh, that yeah. Was, that was that, it was that time. It was yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, well, that makes it sad. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, let me see. Jordan Mechner originally wanted to do an animated version of The Prince of Persia, but apparently uh, Jerry Bruckheimer and Disney dumped enough money in front of him to throw that idea out the window. And I, I think I kind of would have preferred, like, you know, a classically animated version of this, like, Especially like a, it's called Aladdin. You've seen it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's fair. Yeah. Okay. No, I have there's seen whole, it. Yeah, you're right. There's a whole sequence in this movie. I'm like, this is just Aladdin. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the, the that first game, Pride, came came out around when Aladdin came out, right? Came out in '89, and I don't remember when Aladdin uh, before, came out. That's Aladdin. That's pre-Aladdin. So Aladdin copied Prince of Persia, Vanessa. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Aladdin's like mid '90s. I want to say. Mm, boy. I'm, disagree. I'm just going to pretend that you didn't say that. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and the last little bit of trivia here is the big merchandise uh, push for this thing was uh, kind of unleashed upon the world with action figures, Lego sets, costumes, and a replica of the Dagger of Time being made. <laughs> a prequel graphic novel called Prince of Persia Before the Sandstorm, which, jeez, uh, stupid name. That's a terrible name. Yeah, it really <laughs> was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was also released. A uh, game did come out the same month, The Forgotten Sands, but didn't have anything to do with the film itself. Um, as I mentioned earlier, acting as a story between the first two games in the Sands of Time trilogy. So, <sighs> okay, now now I remember that game. Okay, now I remember that game. Yeah, uh, I don't know why that specifically thing you just said, but yeah, now it all came back. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't know why. I, I maybe just I said it more succinctly because <laughs> I have it written out here. I don't know. 
<laughs> I just that, that game wiped from my memory. <laughs> there, okay, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh... yeah. I looked at it a few times and thought like, oh, maybe I should try this, and uh, clearly haven't because I haven't played it. So yeah, I maybe just not one of those things I'll ever get around to, and probably yeah. I'm, I'm more interested in playing um, the original Prince of Persia just because it seems like a like it's such a like interesting game for the time. Like animation wise, it's amazing to look at just because it used a lot of rotoscoping. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Anyway, uh, now we're going to get to, I don't want to say a new, but uh, sort of a new way of doing the rundown of this movie. So from now on, um, lest this uh, goes terribly south and then we just go back to the old format, uh, what we're going to be doing from now on is for every minute that the movie is, I will take one second to explain the movie. So this movie with a 116 minute runtime gives me um, (laughs) one minute and uh, what is that? 50 Jesus Christ, why am I doing this to myself? One minute and 56 seconds to explain the entirety of this movie to you guys. And that's me. Jason, uh, regale me <laughs> about uh, Prince of Persia. <laughs> Whatever um, I'll, the, I'll, the, uh, the time. I'll give okay. you a 30 second warning, Jason. Okay. Um, and if you can tell me when to go, and let me just hold on. Um, let me get my. Oh, you meant for it to start. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to go with the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, way I'll, we. I'll, I'll count you down. Yeah. Are you ready, Jason? No, but let's go do this thing anyway, man. Five, four, three, two, go. Dastan, or the titular prince, starts off as a riffraff, a street rat, until he's adopted by the king of the Persian Empire after showing bravery in protecting his friend. Fifteen years later, the Persian Empire attacks a city called Elamut because they're forging weapons for their enemies. During the attack, Dastan sneaks into the city and helps the Persian army get in. They take the city, Dastan finds a fancy knife. The princess of the city, Tamina, is to be married off to Tus, one of Dastan's brothers. Tus gives Dastan a prayer robe to give to their father as a gift for capturing the city, but it's a trap and the king dies because he's burned by the robe. Everyone thinks Dastan killed him, so Dastan and uh, Tamina Run, or Tamina run away while figuring out what to do with um no. while figuring out what to do about the plot set forth by Tus to kill their father Tamina tries to kill Dastan and he finds out the dagger can rewind time they're captured by some bandits an ostrich happens and then they escape at his father's funeral Dastan finds his uncle Nazim and tries to plead his case that he didn't kill the king. Dastan realizes Nizam, Nizim, I forget how you say it, it doesn't matter, is the one who killed him and invaded the city so he can get the dagger, rewinds time to when they were, or so he can rewind time to when they were kids, and let the king die because Nizam saved the king when they were boys. Nizam hires the assassins to kill Dastan. Uh, Tamina gives Dastan about the, or Tamina tells Dastan about the dagger's backstory. The bandits capture them again. The bandits help Dastan. Garciv, Dastan's older brother, is killed by assassins, whatever, while Dastan explains what happened with their father and the dagger, and Nizam gets the dagger back. Dastan, Tamina, and the bandits steal the dagger back from Nizam. Dastan and Tamina go after Nizam to stop him from using the dagger. Tamina dies. Nizam is able to use the dagger in the sands of time, but Dastan is able to rewind time to just after Alamut was captured. He exposes Nizam and his plot and ends up getting up with or getting with uh, set up with Tamina to marry. He gives the dagger uh, to her to smooth things over and a happy ending. Oh, you forgot to include where she died. Um, no, you didn't. Maybe I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, right here. Uh, Ten seconds remaining, so perfect. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, right here. Uh, Nizam, or let's see. Uh, Dastan and Tamina go after Nizam to stop him from using the dagger. Tamina dies. Nizam is able to ah, use the dagger. Go. See, there we go. I got it. Don't you worry. <laughs> so there we go. I, I did it. I, I described this two-hour movie in uh, in a minute and 40 seconds. <laughs> you did a great job. Not too bad. Don't do shit. All right, guys. So let's let's talk about this thing here. Um, uh, aside from the obvious whitewashing, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I just live. Jeez. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I have to say, I like the looks of this movie, even if the backgrounds a lot of the time were very clearly um, either matte paintings or CG yeah. matte paintings, because, oh boy, like the whole Persian army moving into the city, there's a scene where they're telling them to go east, and literally nobody in the background is moving. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by the, I thought, I thought the movie had a bigger budget than it did. It seemed like, at least for like the sets and uh <laughs> well i was gonna yeah, say it did have a big budget i mean 150 to yeah. 200 million dollars is a lot of cash yeah. uh, and so they must have i guess they didn't use it well because i feel i feel like it, it maybe that maybe felt kind of cheap um or small it felt it felt small scale for mm. being trying to be a grand adventure and uh at least to me maybe i'm maybe i'm being no. snooty no, yeah. uh a lot of the set pieces where jake gyllenhaal is uh, parkouring his way through um uh, uh, for unfortunately with a shirt on he um I, I really felt that you could see that these were on a sound stage. Like you're like, Oh, okay. Well, this is yeah. okay. Yeah. It, it really felt like artificial lighting and just behind everything. There's, you could almost feel this being a movie, which is kind of unfortunate because for the most part, I don't think I didn't like, I didn't not like this. I, I didn't like love this. And I don't think I'll ever watch it again, which is uh, to be fair, most of the movies that we watch for this podcast, but I did kind of like, I not enjoy my time, but uh, didn't, didn't find myself watching the clock a whole lot, even though I think about a half hour of this movie could have been killed out. Like I said, that whole, that whole, um, whatchamacallit, um, that whole sequence with the bandits, like, I think that whole plot line could have just been gone. The, the, uh, the ostrich yes. uh, plot line? Yeah. Well, yes. We need, well, we needed comic relief. This movie needed comic relief. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. What, what will we do without that, about the, the ostrich? <laughs> right? all, all the laughs, like, all the laughs I had at the, in the ostrich scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree pretty much with everything Jason said. This the this movie did feel like thirty minutes too long. I'm like, oh my god, there's how long left in the movie? Uh, when I when I checked and uh, like and also yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It was fine. It's it, the, I think its biggest issue is that it feels like a lesser version of a lot of movies that it, it, it took a template from a lot better movies and didn't do it didn't do it nearly as well. Like the reluctant man and woman working together thing has been done a million times, uh, especially in these adventure movies. Like, but mm. it's, it's, but like when you have like movies like Indiana Jones and uh, the princess bride and even the mummy doing this, uh, do this whole thing way better than this movie did. And, uh, the set this, and this movie also it's set pieces. were not very, we're never very exciting. I did like this. I did like the time effect. I thought that was kind of, that was, that had a, had a nice look to it. Each time they did it, didn't do it very much, but uh, special effects they'd... budget apparently. Yeah, I wish I wish they had done more. I wish they had done that. The times I wish they did more time stuff in this movie about time. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish they did more time and less parkour, maybe. Yes. Or combine both. Yeah, or both without shirts. More. Yes. Yeah, more fight scenes, less shirts, and then combine well, it with the time stuff. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We fixed yeah. it. We solved this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And killed everything but the ostrich race, like every, with the with the with the bandit scene. Like seriously, we, those guys just did not serve. Like I was waiting for some sort of payoff with um, those guys, <laughs> and well, yes, uh, you know, one of them did get the dagger back. Ultimately, the whole reason that Nizam got the dagger in the first place was because of them. So it was kind of like, yeah, okay, well, maybe. <sighs> okay, <laughs> just didn't need to happen in the first place. 
I guess some of the thing, like one of the things that really stood out to me is like I've always liked the architecture of you know the sort of like era of the Persian Empire. It has always been very distinct and a lot of like just beautiful intricacies on a lot of the stuff. And I think they did a lot of like detail in like some of the set designs, even if like John and I said like the set designs felt like sets. Like you could see like the buildings, especially um, Alamut, like the big castle or whatever like i really like the design of that i thought it looked really really nice and the like intricacies of the like gate that was hiding the um the dagger of time like i thought that was really nice looking and i don't know how you know authentic to that architecture design sense it is but i like the look of it and you know for you know a, a video game movie and just a passing sort of glance like it looked authentic enough to me yeah um i don't know it it, it it never none of it really stuck out to me. Kind of all felt I don't, I don't want to say standard. I don't know a lot about this era's architecture, but uh, nothing nothing. Really, I can't. I don't really. None of the sets really stick out in my mind personally. Mm-hmm. I felt again like it was like Agrabah plus Tower. Plus tower. So you're like mm-hmm. Aladdin plus Tower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think where it kind of got me was when the um, when the king was being, um, you know, this funeral procession or whatever, and they had the the death mask on him or whatever. That was very accurate to that time, if I'm remembering correctly. Which, you know, you, you kind of got to base this off of me watching, you know, a few like dozen documentaries on that stuff, or maybe not a few dozen, maybe like a dozen in my life about that. So I'm sort of just going off of that. But like, it, yeah, I, like I said, it, this is all more just like I appreciate it because you know, history sort of my thing, I suppose. So I kind of like it when they do those sort of things, but yeah, like I said, for the, for the most part, yeah, John, I, I agree with you. Like the set pieces, like don't really stand out. It's just the more intricate pieces that they like put the effort into. I feel like I really enjoyed them. And just from a historical standpoint. So I will, I will, I will give you that, that the thing that got the dagger in that, that, that is sort of memorable. It's uh it's unique. At least yeah. it was, Okay, now as for the cast, let's let's talk about the cast. Let's um, let's maybe brush aside the the fact that every single one of these people except two were white as shit. Um, I, for the most part, I think it was okay. Like, I, I, I yeah. don't think anyone really stood out. Um, I think we sort of bumped into the same problem that we had with Timothy Oliphant as Agent Forty One or Agent Forty Seven. That um, maybe Jake Gyllenhaal is just a little too much personality to be the Prince of Persia. Yeah, he's. I don't know. I don't really get like dashing rogue from Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know. He just he. Uh, he I didn't find him particularly like a charming character. He he was uh, serviceable. I'll say he was as as the lead. Um, both leads serviceable. The actress is a name I forget, but uh, <laughs> it's like Gemma something. I forget. But. Yeah. 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 Not 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 performances that. Definitely did not grab me in any way. Yeah, I agree. They were like, they're fine. I like them enough. I can't think uh, of who else yeah. I'd rather see at the moment. Um, and then like, I mean, Alfred Molina's um character is memorable in a way, but he's basically just like doing the Jack Sparrow thing, uh, but at, but in the Middle East, and uh. Not nearly as not not as over the top, but that's kind of like the vibe. 
mm-hmm. I got from him um, with all the, and then with all the, uh, the tax jokes, the very timely tax jokes. That was pretty funny. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, um, you know, uh, same people kind of worked on that movie or the Pirates movies. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Eh, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. There's, there's, there's a little, I mean, and to be fair, they wanted this, Disney wanted this to be the next Pirates movie because, you know, that had done so well. So they probably thought, let's have a little bit of like a crossover character, not character itself, mm. but like oh, somebody who has like a lot of the same character traits and Maybe that's what worked, but I think a lot of that is lost when, um, yeah, I think Jack Sparrow was very much a, it sort of had to be Johnny Depp. Like that character had to be Johnny Depp for it to work as well. And I don't think, I don't think it worked very well in this. It was, again, wasn't horrible, but it was a little like eh, hokey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would, I will say if they succeeded and made this in this first movie was like even like 80% as good. As the first Pirates of the Caribbean is, this would probably be at the top of the list of our movies. <laughs> if it was because I mean that first movie, Pirates of the Caribbean is pretty good. Um, yeah. The the, the yeah. sequels, you know, those are diminishing those are returns. Things. Yeah, but uh, that first one, I still really enjoy that first movie. Uh, I watched it within the last year or two, and it's still pretty good. Uh, yeah, this this movie is not that. No, no. I mean, yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, we always have to remember we're sort of grading on scale here of yeah. really bad. Yeah. So, Jesse, how about yourself? Is uh, any performances that really like kind of stuck out to you, or was it just sort of like the same for you uh, with us? Yeah, I kind of uh, kind of felt the same. I was looking at it now. Um, I didn't feel like that chemistry between Jake Gyllenhaal and the other the actresses like characters I don't know I just didn't it wasn't very believable to me when suddenly like they're like oh we like each other mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know it's <laughs> just like what yeah yeah, yeah. that was a very uh, abrupt about face <laughs> when they just start holding hands yeah. in the sandstorm and yeah that was weird yeah and then it always bugs me like when you know she's about to put the the knife thing in the holder place in the wall in the rock or whatever and they like just take their time because they're like should we kiss should we not and i'm like oh my gosh just put it in it's like put it in you guys can kiss afterwards jesus oh oh, by the way that could you know what that whole last two sentences of ours could be taken really out of context oh jesus yeah i mean i mean that i mean that dagger going into the wall was some some very blatant symbolism for that scene (laughs) yeah not it was not subtle no (laughs) uh uh, I will say her when when she's dangling over the the pit, telling him to let go of her, and then she he's like he, he like he's like okay, and she he starts <laughs> to do it, and then she starts screaming like she yeah. like, yes. like he wasn't supposed to do it was yeah. uh, oh uh, to be fair yeah. yeah whether or not you tell somebody to do that you're probably going to be oh, screaming yeah. as you drop to your yeah, death it, into a pit of lava it, it just seemed like she'd accepted her fate and then all of a sudden she had not accepted her fate yeah uh, very, very <laughs> when she when it really you know what in. you know yeah. that might be her most human moment in the movie in the movie because <laughs> i think that's i think i think there's any real person's reaction not like you know i don't think anybody's gonna be like gandalf fly you fools and then just let themselves go <laughs> it's gonna be like i'm falling oh god i just i know you have to let me go let me go oh shit i don't want to die that's about yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. It, was, it, it was just it was so abrupt it really caught me off guard it was oh jesus this is uh this is disturbing in a way yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, i i literally said about the same thing as i'm watching it in yeah. bed with my wife last night i was like 
well, you just told him to let go. I was like, no, yeah. to be fair. I was like, to be fair, I'd be screaming like a baby, too. I'd be like, go ahead, let me go. I understand. I'll kill us both if, we're, if I sit here and hold your hand. Just let me go. No! Why'd you let me go? I was kidding. Use, those, use that extra five pounds of muscle and pull me up, you asshole. Oh, um, anyway, yeah. So. Um, there's, 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 was anyone surprised Ben, King, ben Kingley was the villain? Was anyone nope. surprised? <laughs> well, yeah. well what, sucks, what sucks, too, is it's like this dark man. Or this lighter man, uh-huh. the yeah, yeah. one that looks like an evil bazaar, or this other man who looks like a kindly old prick king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who could be evil in this situation? You know exactly. It's like yeah. I wonder who the villain is. Which one of them has a goatee? Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. That's, uh... hey, one of them actually has brown skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. It was very. It's like yeah, that part made me a little bit sad. It's like, well, you know, like obviously he's the villain. Like obviously yeah. he doesn't look like the villain right now, but he's definitely the villain. Yeah. And yeah, Ben Kingsley is very very often cast as that specific kind of kind of villain. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been more interesting if the brother was actually the villain. That me too. Yeah, that was that would have been. I don't know what they would have done with it per se, but I thought that, that had more potential to be interesting. Yeah, like kind of kind of yeah. do the kind of do the double head fake there. Like, oh, it is Ben Kingsley. Oh no, it actually is the brother all along. You know, did something like that. Yeah, because like oh maybe maybe it, maybe that's what the sequels are supposed to be. Maybe we find out that uh, the, the that. Uh, yeah, that Destan like killed the wrong person actually, and that's then. Well, no, because actually the ooh, because his brother killed him, so maybe that's the whole plot twist. Ooh. Yep, yep. And then instead, we, instead we got instead we got uh, Persian Scar, <laughs> evil uncle killing it uh, yet again. Always the uncle. Yeah, Whatever. I was also a little bit surprised about how many like um. I mean, now that I've seen the rest of the movie, it's like obviously everybody could die because nobody dies. But like you know, they'd be like you know, redemption brother chat and then death, and then like redemption brother chat immediate death. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, and yeah. now even all his fine. even his best friend that you know he saved yeah. saved initially gets killed like when the first like ten minutes of the movie. I thought that kid got ditched in the at the beginning of the movie. I was like, what? The, oh man, oh fuck that kid, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he, he 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 paid it forward. You know, he helped his friend out. Yeah, so, yeah, he helped him out by making him yeah. go to war. That's really great. Yeah. Thanks. Couldn't have just like helped me out and maybe bought me a house or whatever. You prick. No, you make me go and fight all these battles. That's cool. I really appreciate it. Thanks. But yeah, literally, literally everyone is back. Back. There's like literally zero consequences. This entire movie, which is, as Vanessa says, kind of. It's, a, it's definitely a bummer for, for any sort of like time travel thing. Or yeah. yeah. Any. Yeah. Any sort of like. Man, all the lessons we learn along the way, I guess. Am I right, guys? Anyway, let's get up here. Except, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, except uh, except, except yeah. for Dustin. Like, he, you know, he just learns how to, I guess, appreciate uh, Tamina a little more. I don't know. Yeah, but again, I never, I didn't buy that relationship to begin with, so. Can you imagine how weird it'd be if you're like, so you're in this arranged, you know, now you're like, okay, cool, me and this dude are getting married. Mm. Fine, whatever. He gave me my knife back. That's cool. I think I think he's a time traveler. I don't know for sure because he won't tell me, but he knows a lot about me, but he won't tell me, but he implies that he did, but then he says he didn't. But he knows a lot about me, about like about me. I feel like it'd be such a weird relationship to be like, how long did we know each other? What happened? Why yeah. won't you tell me what happened? Yeah. And, and see, and I think yeah. a lot of that could be solved with Destan telling her because she what knows happened? what the knife does. I think he wouldn't though, because he's like kind of like he's like I'm a mysterious prince. <laughs> he's trying to make up for, I don't know, like because he was kind of shitty to her in the beginning, obviously because she was like 
I mean, they, I don't know. they, they did, but, they did raid and raid her entire home and, you know, take her prisoner that's true. and for, yeah. force, force her into marriage. Right. Um, but he is charming. So like, what are you going to do? Am I right? You know, I mean, they did force her into marriage twice. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a, yeah, he's just going to be, maybe, maybe being coy turns her on. Maybe she's into people, men that are coy the entire time. He knows that she isn't. <laughs> he knows for a fact. Except it worked at the end there, remember? So who knows? I mean, it did, it did work in the long run. That's true. That's so, true. yeah, I don't know. It, like I said, it, the, the whole thing is like, you could literally just tell her what happened because she knows that the dagger does that. So you can just explain, here's yeah. what happened and just make the short of it and be like, and... You know, we fell in love, and I know that that's not what happened in this timeline, so I'm willing to take the time to... But again, that's all. that does make for an interesting movie, so never mind. It just seems like a little, like... You could have explained this to her, dude. Like, she knows what the dagger does. This is no secret. Maybe he did afterwards. Maybe, you know, the scene, maybe the, the filming just cut out at a really awkward time, and like they had a conversation afterwards that was way more... In depth. Ah, uh, you know what they did? Movie, it's just them yeah. chatting about what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what they did? They they realized we were going to be doing this podcast further down the road, and they were like, no, we need to cut this down so Jason has a few... He doesn't need as many seconds to explain this, so let's go ahead and cut this movie down. That's what it was. It was all the sands <laughs> of time again, or some such fuckery. I don't know. Oh, So, all right. Anybody else have anything they want to want to talk about with this thing, or shall we uh, move on to ranking this? Mm, I like the ostrich the one with the, with the hood want, at the very end. You want that on the record? Uh, yeah. You want that, everyone to know on, the, on the record, I enjoyed the ostriches. <laughs> you know what? I, I will say I did kind of enjoy the ostrich races. They were a nice little comedic effect in the middle there for no particular reason and no real purpose. Exactly. And they were kind of cute. Ostriches are fun. I was a little weirded out by him stroking the ostrich's neck the way he did. That was. He, oh. he was in love. And he loved kissing. the ostrich. <laughs> He just want to show his affection and be like, this is my friend, the ostrich. I actually thought that he was like, in that moment, because he's talking about how they have suicidal tendencies, like, is he going to strap Jake Gyllenhaal to the back of this ostrich and like make him run off a cliff? That's, <laughs> I was kind of thinking that too. <laughs> oh, what a weird man. Yeah, yeah. What a weird movie. <laughs> so very strange. <sighs> okay, so let's go ahead and start looking at this thing. So uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'll throw out the ballpark here. Probably below Halo Legends, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Just throw that out I there. I was actually thinking like pretty high up, to be honest. Like, I kind of was too. That's why I was, uh, suge- that's why I was like, well, that's, that's our 10. So like maybe even better than, better than Extinction. Better than well, wait, Extinction. I, I, I said below Halo Legends and Halo Legends is number oh, you 10. Said below Halo Legends. Yeah. You said I above. Was, huh? I, 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 I also would rather watch Halo Legends. I was going to let really? you guys, I was going to let you guys say that. I'm like, all right, you know, two, 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 one. That's how it <laughs> oh, is. Wow. I was thinking it'd be like way up there. I, like I enjoyed it definitely more. I mean, probably more than Resident Evil Extinction. Jim was thinking he's like, I think it should be above Street Fighter. I'm like, no, Jim, that will never happen. <laughs> Okay, I, yeah, you know what? I, you know, if you can plead a case for it being better than I Extinction, do, I just feel like I'm going to forget about the movie in the next, but after we're done with this, and I have already forgotten about every single Resident Evil movie. <laughs> multiple times, so yes, I do remember that movie, but that's got the Clara Van in it. That's um, true; it has the Clara Van, those zombie pros. That's and, uh, pretty silly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. Uh, and Halo Legends has that has that opening segment that tells me the entire plot of Halo, <laughs> and which is incredibly key for you know if, someone, if you like Halo, <laughs> and then uh, that uh, sorry with the uh, the clone woman and her uh, her plight, you know that's true. 
That's true. That shed a lot of light on how shitty the uh, Spartan program is. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll I'll accept your ranking. Okay, so are we, are we putting done? it? So are we so are we putting it? So, <laughs> do we decide? Is that where we're putting it? I mean, you just gotta say I accept your ranking, and we just sit and shove it right there. Well, I think it's better than if, if Apocalypse wasn't that good. I'd rather watch this than Resident Evil. Apocalypse, even number twelve. I've also seen Resident Evil Apocalypse many times. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, it's not a very good movie, and this one at least is like um. I just can't. Competent? I can't. Put, I can't put this movie in the top 10 when they when it with all the white people in it i just can't i just can't do that i just i'm sorry that's like that's look john as the only white person on this podcast you, you should be the one who yeah. shouldn't be bothered by this the or the most you know yeah. i mean i am i am i am a, i'm hispanic too you know there's i have it's in, it's in my blood well, it's not in the top ten. It would be above Resident Evil Apocalypse, below Halo Legends. I just want to make sure, just you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like we can't gloss over that fact because it's really blatant. It's super blatant, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, all right, so there we go. So that's uh, so there. What sells it? We're at number eleven. So in between there, we have Pokemon the Movie two thousand, Halo Legends, and then after it is Resident Evil Apocalypse and Like a Dragon, which was the uh, full length uh, Yakuza movie. Which again um, had the uh, one one of my favorite scenes in a movie of any that we've seen is uh, Goro Majima coming around the corner and peeking around the corner with one eye, but it happens to be the eye with his eye patch on it. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite scenes in everything we've done or that we uh, we've covered for the stupid podcast. That, that movie could have been so great. <laughs> it was yeah, it, it, yeah. miss it by that much. Yeah, if they just that whole fucking plot with the with that uh, guy and girl, and we're, we're, then we're, now we're talking. Um, you can keep the bank the weird bank robbing plot in there, in my opinion. The, Not a movie. Oh, yeah. That's a strange movie. Yeah. Uh, congrats, yeah. So, uh, congrats to Prince of Persia saying the time for being, you know, so good. You got two number ones next to you uh, as of May 28, <laughs> 2010. So. All right. And with that, that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. Um, our next episode is uh, TBD. We'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> I can't I'm just, wait. That sounds like a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can't be any worse than what we've seen so far. So, if you want to uh, support the podcast, you can go to patreoncom junk over there and kick in three dollars, and you will get the bonus segments on this podcast, which are the uh, pre-show we do, and then a little post-show thing at the end there, as well as the bonus episodes of Rock Out with Your Card Up, my video game music podcast, and you will get all the podcasts we do at a higher quality audio rates and a catch-all feed. And for five dollars a month, you will get all the stuff I mentioned on that tier, as well as a shout out and thank you on the show. So, of course, I have to thank my two co-hosts here, John and Vanessa, as well as Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, and Nathan Cooper for doing that. And again, helping justify uh, all of us doing this to our loved ones because who the hell in their right mind would be like, yeah, you guys should do that podcast about video game movies again. We've got, I mean, you know, we've got guests who have been on multiple times, including you, Jesse. So, I mean, clearly we're doing something. (laughs) The the only reason Vanessa agreed is because she didn't think about it beforehand. She didn't really like it. I didn't understand the scope of that. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think I did either. And no, we did not. So it was such a cute idea of three years ago. I was like, hey, you know, there's like 50 of them. That's doable. I'm like, oh, God, there's like 170. Fuck. Yeah, that's uh Yeah. Only a hundred more to go. We're <laughs> we're getting there. We're they getting just there. keep coming. Yeah, I was gonna say no, it's more than a hundred now. Cause it was second, like the second yeah, second Sonic movie coming out. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I think this. I think this yeah. is actually how you make friends for life, guys. So congratulations. And, we'll and, be and, doing this till we're hundred. It's, e- it's either that or it's uh, it, it's basically what causes like a um, like a cult suicide where we just commit suicide on the podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really weird for somebody to edit I this can't one. Do it <laughs> we all just it. we all just give up at the same time. I know it'll be like the the fortieth Pokemon movie comes out. We're like, no, we yeah. can't do this. <laughs> And one of the one of the things will not will not be lethal, and the person that survives will have to watch the video game TV shows from, and rank and rank those by themselves. That's their punishment. No, <laughs> sweet God, yeah. uh, Jesse, I, I I implore you, you will be the next generation of hosts on this. <laughs> I I, I... <laughs> she's like, no, I'm good, I'm good. You know, you know, be, honestly, the, I, I think the TV show one would be a lot more enjoyable than this movie one is. Um, but uh, you realize we yeah. have to watch like the Mario Brothers Super Show, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, that's you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I watched it as a kid. I know. <laughs> and then Captain N or whatever, and then uh, the Zelda show. Yeah, and then there's um oh god, there's another one that I, I can't remember. That's I think it's got like Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, and. Wayne Gretzky, because they're yeah, 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 yeah. It's like all it's all video game super. It's all video game sport superstars or something like that. Wow. Yeah. What came first, the Mega Man Battle Network or the Mega Man Battle Network TV show? This is a trick question. I think the answer is I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. So until next time, Vanessa, I'll just go ahead and say it. Trust the fungus. Thank you. Sucker!